friends. Welcome back to the Do It For The Process podcast. This podcast is dedicated to the artists and the creatives that want a little bit more from their businesses than they may have been told is possible. (laughs) Specifically, those audacious enough to dream and to pursue their dreams and to turn their dreams into visions and then to turn their visions into a reality. If that sounds like you, if you kind of have that stirring inside of you, if you know that your creative work can be big and beautiful in the world, your creative work is worth the effort, then you're in the right place because today we're going to talk a lot about how to turn your visions, your dreams into goals <laughs> and what that actually means for you and for your business. If you're new around here, welcome. My name is Emily Jeffords. I'm a professional artist and educator. I've been a professional artist since 2010 when I left my not so profitable retail job to stay home with my firstborn daughter. Since then, my business has grown from making no money. In fact, at the beginning, I was losing money, as is often the case with small businesses, of course, but not heartening when you're trying to sell your creative work. Um, I've grown that from something very humble, very, very meager to what my studio is today, which is very multifaceted, very profitable. I'm able to employ many people, which is amazing. And I get to mentor and educate thousands of artists, which I don't think I would have ever expected back in 2010 when I made the first brave leap to to try this and to make it happen. I had gone to art school prior to, to that. I knew that I had the abilities. I knew that I had the skills. But I think many of you might relate to this. It can be hard to trust in yourself, especially when you're told a narrative that is not true, by the way, I'm just going to go ahead and say that right up top, but the narrative that artists can't make any money, that artists can't be profitable, that this is not a real business. This is not a real career. This is not a real job. You have to do something else in addition to this beautiful hobby that we're all pursuing, right? But it's not a hobby. It is a job. It is a business. It is something that can sustain you and provide for your your life, which is so generous that our creative work can return good to us as it also offers goodness to others. I think that is so powerful. And if you are pursuing that, I want to come alongside you and say, I see you, I support you. I fully believe in what you're doing. Um, I think it is one of the most generous and beautiful things you could possibly do with your life. So Okay, on that note, let's talk about goal setting because one thing that I think we often don't hear as artists is that you should have a plan. (laughs) We aren't, you know, uh, we didn't graduate from business school. We're not often taught how to run businesses, which is where my work inside of making art work comes into play, which is where my mentoring comes into play. I love running a business. I love setting up things that are sustainable and healthy inside of my creative business. And I love helping other artists do the same. So one thing that we talk about at the very beginning of making our work is how can you do this? (laughs) We spend a lot of time dispelling myths and setting up sure foundations. And part of those foundations is goal setting and realizing that your dreams are inside of you for a reason and realizing that this vision lives and breathes in your heart 
because it's supposed to be there. It's not a mythical thing that you're supposed to keep squelching. It's not this thing that you're supposed to ignore repeatedly because it's tempting you in the wrong direction. It's supposed to be inside of you, which is why it lives there, which is why it feels at home inside of you. So as we create this safe space where your goals and dreams are not irrelevant, not irrational, I'm going to encourage you to go download the artist goal setting guide. It's right on my homepage on my website right now. If, if you're listening to this outside of the January 2022 parameters, then I've linked it right below. You can just access it right there. Go download this guide. Um, it's a beautiful workbook that is going to help you settle into your goals, settle into your values, why these things matter. And as we go through this episode, I'm going to walk you through it because I think this conversation needs to be a bit more spacious and a little bit more um, time has to be given to why these things matter, why your goals and dreams matter. And then I'll offer you some coaching as to how you can make your goals and dreams actually come true. <laughs> They're not just mythical, beautiful creatures. So go to emilydeffordslearn.com or click on the link right below, download the guide. I'm going to walk through it with you in this episode today. And then also in the next episode, it's a two-part two part series here. Okay, I'm gonna pause right here for just a moment, go download the workbook and come right back. Okay, you ready? Let's dive in. First and foremost, I think I've said this a little bit already, but I want this to settle in for you. Your goals, yes, you, your goals are valid. They are living and breathing inside of you for a reason. Your visions are just as beautiful and just as worthy of seeing the light <laughs> as anybody's. And the more you can settle into that, the more you can really own that, that this is not you being an imposter. This is not you reaching too far. This is not you doing things that are outside of your zone. Stay in your lane, do just what you know that you're good at. No, 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 no. We're no longer believing those limiting beliefs. And the more that you can shed them, and move past them and, and identify them as limiting beliefs and as subconscious lies, well, the more likely you are to actually live in a world in which your dreams are your reality. And I think that is so exciting. I had a meeting today with a group of incredibly talented creative entrepreneurs and artists. I'm leading a mastermind for artists and we're spending the entire year together it's going to be deeply nourishing, I hope life-changing for every single one of them. But today was our first meeting, which, you know, you're introducing yourself and talking about your work and talking about what you want to do. And I asked them to also share where they want to grow over the next 12 months, which can be hard to answer, you know, in a sentence. <laughs> and I was just amazed and humbled to watch each of them. You know, there was like, 26 incredible creatives to watch each of them step past their fear of failure to step out of their comfort zone inside of this safe space but it's a new space right like this is our this is our very first meeting we haven't we haven't met before we haven't talked that much before so this is a new safe space and each of them talked about their own work with such admiration and acknowledgement for what they've created and then we're able to 
acknowledge that their dreams felt scary, that they felt a little bit big or they felt a little bit, but that they were ready. Even if they have to overcome some mindset shifts or walk through a few difficulties, which we all will, of course, or overcome some imposter syndrome or fear of failure, they were all willing to honor the vision that's inside of their hearts and honor their dreams and turn them into goals, which is all I want from you. Um, the more that we can see creatives doing this, the more that we can normalize the successful creative narrative, right? Because it's not, it's not a narrative. It's true. It's its beautiful and it's powerful. And the more that we can see examples of this, the more the creative community can thrive. And when the creative community thrives, our communities in general thrive. The people that we get to reach with our creative work, their lives are better. Our communities are richer. Our industry is improved. Our lives are sweeter. And I think that is such a gift. So if you're ready to settle into your goals, ready to settle into turning your dreams into reality, let's dive into this workbook. Um, Your dreams do not come to life by chance. This is not magic. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not magic, truly. They come to life when you clarify your vision, trust the beauty that is inside of you and aim towards a goal. And as an artist and a creative, you thrive on passion, on bursts of energy, on beautiful waves of inspiration. You are living the dream. I mean, finding creative flow is all, really it's all anybody wants is that magical feeling that we get to embody so regularly. But what happens when you hit a dry spell? What happens when you run out of energy or you feel like you've you've worked through that passionate burst of inspiration? What happens when you begin to feel overworked or underpaid? Or worse yet, maybe you've used up all of your best ideas. Maybe that last collection is all you had in you and now you are going to run out of ideas. It's over. <laughs> Goodbye, creative career. Well, here's the beautiful thing about running a sustainable creative business. You ready? You're not done. It doesn't just end with your last burst of inspiration because if you're creating a business that's built on your passion, built on your love, and if you do so in a way that helps you to plan out your bursts of energy, bursts of of effort and of work and of profitability, then you can build an entire career that can last a lifetime. You know, one of the things that I mentioned inside of Making Art Work, um, the course that I teach for creative entrepreneurs, I bring this up as often as possible because I know what those bursts feel like and I know how delicious they are. (laughs) And I also know what it feels like to burn out or to find a dry spell inside of your inspiration and to know that, um, you know, that, that can feel scary. That can feel really, really scary. So one thing that we talk about quite often is knowing your energy, learning to trust your inspiration, learning to trust your unique energy flow and how you need to move through your days and through your weeks and through your months and then through your entire year. And when you can begin to trust your energy flows, which often comes with inhales and exhales, those kind of um, seasons of giving and then of receiving and of nourishing and then of producing that kind of give and take that we have to do as creative entrepreneurs. 
as you begin to learn your flow and your um, natural rhythms, then you can plan a business that matches your rhythms, which is why owning your own business is so beautiful because you can tailor it to fit your lifestyle, your desires, your travels, your family needs. Everything can fit around your energy and your energy flows. So this booklet is really entirely about planning for your success. Because if you have a plan, then you have some direction. And when you have direction, you have a path that you can follow. So even if you have those energy bursts and dips, you know that there's a plan in place so that you can find some security. You can play. When you play, you get more energy. And when you're energized, you can show up day after day, enabling you to create a life full of beauty and making and of impact which is all we could ever ask for, am I right? As you open up your workbook, scroll or turn to the page that has the big title over the top of it called Why Do Goals Matter So Much? It's on page eight. Um, and there's some questions there that I'd love for you to sit with. They're, they're not in the largest font, so I wanna really highlight them in this episode. They are very important though. The questions are at the bottom of the page and the more you can sit with these and really think about you and what you want to see happen in your life, how you want to live your one beautiful flaming life, <laughs> the more you can envision that and create something that matches you, the uniqueness of you, the, the unique interests and desires that you house inside of your beautiful body. The more you can sit with these questions, the clearer this is going to be for you. So here are the questions, ready? And if you just have paper and pencil out in front of you, that's totally fine. Journal through these, write through these, sit with them, think about them. They're really, really meaningful questions. Number one, how do you want to feel each day? Big question, I know. <laughs> but really, how do you want to feel each day, both in your creative practice, when you're doing the dishes, when you're running back and forth to do errands, when you are laying in bed at night, how do you want to feel each day? What do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? And there's no wrong answers here. And if you've kind of, you know, if you're drawing a blank at this stage, then that just means you need to sit with the question a little bit longer. There's no rush. There's no, I'm not gonna grade you. There's no, uh, no possibility for getting an A here. So my, my perfectionist friends, you can just rest for a minute. What do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? And as you sit with these questions, I want to encourage you to keep your ego out of the equation for just a moment. It has a space, it's welcome, it's a healthy part of being a human. But for a moment, try not to let anyone else in the room as you answer these questions for yourself. Because what happens is, when you're listening to your intuition and to your unique visions and goals and dreams, there's something really pure that happens when no one else is allowed in this room. For, for instance, if you were to think, I'll use myself, I'm not gonna make this about you at all. Keep your ego out of it, okay? Cool, <laughs> me, if I'm going to think, okay, by the end of the year I want to accomplish Oh, what would my mentor say? Oh, what would my, my um, you know, creative crush say? Oh, what would my photographer want? What would my head of operations want? Like, if they're in the room with me, that's fine. 
But at this phase, I think it's very healthy to say, what do I want? What do I want to have accomplished by the end of the year? Because again, you only have this one beautiful life as far as we know. So what do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? How do you want to feel each day? The third question is, how can you allow your work to have a bigger, positive impact on those around you? I say this a lot, but your work deserves to be big and beautiful in the world. And I say that because creative work matters. It matters inside of you. It matters inside of the heart and the mind of the person looking at the work. It matters in your community. So if your work is giving good things to you, it feels good to create, you're able to communicate an idea or a concept or an emotion in you know some kind of physical or sound auditory if you're a musician, there's some kind of creation that feels so good to participate in that in that communication process between you and your idea and the physical or, you know, the idea of what you're creating. So if your work offers that goodness to you in the creation phase, does it not also offer that goodness to the viewer or to the receiver of the work? Of course it does. So if it is offering goodness, follow me on this. If it is offering goodness, should your work not spread to offer goodness to more people? right? Um, in module two of making art work, we spend a lot of time reframing what marketing is and what it means and how you can do it and how it feels to do it. And this is at the crux of it. Your work is good. Your work is creating better moments in people's lives. It is impacting people for the, for the better, for the, for the greater, you know, the greater good. So if that's true, then why would you not let it be big and beautiful in the world? Why would you keep your work small? Why would you hide it? Why would you not share your work, right? So as you reframe what marketing is and how it looks and how it feels and how you can do it effectively, this is at the heart and soul of that question. And if you're kind of like, I don't know how to market my work, join me in the course. I got you. <laughs> I will help you with that. That is, that's what I love to do. So um, absolutely join making art work doors open March 3rd. Okay. My fourth question on this, on this sheet of paper is what does your legacy look like? And this question is asking you to zoom really far out. And if you're kind of like, I do not know, that's okay. That's okay. Your legacy doesn't have to be, you know, what do people say like on your gravestone or after you're gone, this can be, what does your legacy look like? for the next year or two? Or what is this season of your life? What is going to impact others about this season of your life? What is this, you know, this, this time and place that you're currently in, what is it about? And how can you do your best to honor yourself, honor your vision, honor your goals, your ambitions, and how can you share that well with others? So again, these are big questions. I know, but sit with them, think through them, let them be in the back of your mind as you go about your day. Maybe you focus on one of them. If, if all four are overwhelming, just pick one. How do you want to feel each day? What do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? How can you allow your work to have a little bit more of a positive impact to be a little bit bigger in the world? And then what does your legacy look like? If you kind of zoom out and look back on your life or this season of your life, what is it about? 
what what are you here to do? <laughs> and I know that's a really big question. It can be really, really hard to answer. But again, let go of imposter syndrome, let go of that fear of failure. If you knew that what you're doing right now mattered, then what would you choose to do? And by the way, it does matter. It does matter. Okay, let's go on. Page nine. Page nine, we begin to get into some of the, I think some of the best, the best stuff inside of this entire book. Um, there are some worksheets that I'll have you go through in just a moment. So again, if you haven't downloaded this booklet, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. And I recommend <laughs> go download it because it's very helpful. But on page nine, I have um, in, in large type the words you plus your business plus the value of your work. And this is in large type because these three things matter so much. As you begin to honor your goals and honor your visions, you begin to honor your business. It's a different thing, by the way. You are you. Your business is it. And then you begin to honor the value of what you create. As an artist or a creative entrepreneur, whatever you're creating, there are three different components in play here. You, the human. <laughs> Your business, the thing that needs metrics and numbers and health and sustainability and profits and all these things have to keep rolling, right? They have to be, uh, it's this whole beautiful machine. And I love business. I'm, I'm not saying this flippantly. It's, it's truly beautiful. And then we have this third space, which we as artists have to think about, which is the value of our work. And this part is unique to artists because we are creating something that has a life of its own. It has its own voice. It has its own presence in the world. After we are gone, our work will live on. And that is really, really impactful. And I think important to consider as you think about your, your goals and your visions in general. So is the work good? Is it speaking clearly? Is it aesthetically pleasing? Is it connecting with, with the viewer or with the receiver? When all three of these things, both your health, your business's health, and then the value of your work are working in harmony, then all sides of your dream and your vision will begin to thrive. Your business will grow. Your creative work will be big and beautiful in the world. And then, of course, you'll find personal joy <laughs> and happiness. Um, hopefully that one comes first, of course. But as you work through this workbook and work through your goals and work through your ambitions, keep all three of these in mind. The moment you begin to lose sight of one of them, the other two will suffer. So definitely keep all three in mind. And just, you know, because I've worked with a lot of creatives and I worked with a lot of, of women in particular, I want to encourage you to keep yourself in mind. <laughs> we can so easily forget about ourselves and the process of growing a business or of growing a creative body of work or, you know, the work that we're proud of. We pour a lot of love and effort into those two things and we are the ones who suffer. So I want to encourage you to keep yourself front of mind, keep your joy front of mind. How do you want to feel each day? Make sure it's actually happening. Okay, let's dive into our first worksheet, shall we? I'm gonna zoom ahead in our workbook a little bit and we're gonna talk about core values. Core values is the first worksheet inside of this workbook and it is the most important one because the moment you begin to understand your core values, not mine, not the person next to you. Don't look at anyone else's sheet. This is just yours, no wrong answers. The more you begin to realize why you do what you do. 
and what matters to you and how you can create a business that supports your core values and honors your core values. So on this sheet, there is a list of words and it's not at all conclusive. It's definitely just some of the many thousands of words I could have chosen for this, for this sheet. So if something isn't, um, you're not seeing your word on here, then add it. There's no problem with that at all. I'm not going to read the list because there are a lot of words, but I'll just give you a sample of the kinds of words in case you're listening and you don't, you don't have the book in front of you. Go get it. <laughs> but a sample of the words that you could sit with and internalize and feel and then decide if it feels like you are achievement, authority, balance, bravery, calm, community, fairness, growth, imagination, influence, joy, leadership, meaningful work, passion, prosperity, recognition, respect, security, sensitivity, status, timeliness, transparency, wisdom, and wonder. Again, that's just a sample of the words. There are so many on here. But what I recommend that you doing, or that you do, <laughs> doing, um, what I recommend that you do is sit with this, this sheet of paper and read the words slowly. And then say, does that feel like something that defines how I operate in this world? And again, there are no wrong answers. One of the words on here is wealth. And wealth has a variety of meanings. So if you sit with that word and think, does that word sound like me? Is that why I do what I do? Maybe your answer is a resounding yes. Maybe you want a wealth of, of joy or of, or of money or of whatever it may be. Maybe that word is meh, I don't feel that one so much. Then pass it by. So come up with the maybe two to four words that really feel like you. Um, I personally think two is, it's the amount that I can remember <laughs> on a, any given day. So if that works for you, then do two. My two, in case you're curious, and again, this is me. You don't have to have the same ones as me. My two are freedom and creativity. And those two words, understanding that those two words matter a lot to me, helped me to see like, oh, freedom matters a lot to me. If I begin to feel like I'm not free, then I begin to feel like I'm caged. And when I feel caged, I'm not so happy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't love that. So understanding that that matters to me and that that's not universal. Not everyone needs to feel free all the time. Some people like to feel secure or like to feel calm and freedom and calm don't always go together. So the reason that settling into these, these core values matters is because when I realized that freedom mattered to me, it let me think, okay, how can I build freedom into my business? Because if I want to feel free every day, back to those first questions, those four questions that we asked ourselves, if I want to feel free every day, then I need to feel like I can be flexible. I need to feel like I can move um, a bit nimbly throughout my life, throughout my projects, throughout whatever you know is on the horizon. I need to have a bit of freedom to innovate or to drop everything and run, essentially. Um, not away, just 
feel free to move, right? Like to try something new or to invent something new or to just leisurely enjoy my life for a moment, that kind of thing. So building in space for freedom was incredibly important to me um, and, and is incredibly important to me. So if you settle into your words, maybe your words are happiness and growth. Those are beautiful words. And if you know that about yourself, then you know that you need to feel space to grow every day. You need to feel space for happiness every day or as often as possible. So list the words that resonate most with you. Again, there are no right or wrong answers. They're all as honest as they can be. The only wrong answers are dishonest answers, okay? So just be honest with yourself. You're not sharing this with anyone else. This is just for you. Pick the words that matter to you. Those are your core values and they can change. I don't think that core values are, are um, in concrete. I think that they are very flexible. So choose the ones that matter for you right now. Okay, on the next worksheet, which is the vision casting worksheet, I'm gonna read these out loud to you and I want you to just listen for a minute and don't overanalyze, don't over perfect your answers, just listen and, and think positively about yourself, okay? <laughs> we have enough negativity in this world, we don't need more of that. I want you to tell me honestly in your own head right now, what amazing things have you accomplished? There are so many, and I'm so proud of you. What amazing things have you accomplished? Are you dressed today? And if not, I salute you. That's amazing. Um, have you created a collection of artwork? That's amazing. Have you sent a card to a friend recently? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> your, your answer can be big or it can be so small. I don't really care. I want you to get into the habit of, of speaking about yourself with admiration and for acknowledging how well you're doing. So what amazing things have you accomplished? And then let's turn it to your business. What have you accomplished in your creative business that you're really proud of? Have you taken the step of saying, I am a painter? I am an artist, I am a designer, I am a musician, whatever it may be. Have you been in business for 20 years? That's awesome. So settle into whatever your amazing accomplishment is and just own it, own it for a moment. What are you proud of? These go hand in hand, of course, but they are a little bit different. What are you proud of? I think we can often be, um, we can acknowledge our accomplishments because, you know, they can sometimes be very shiny and very, very obvious, but what am I actually proud of? I'm proud of some strange things. <laughs> and again, there are no right or wrong answers. Don't let me sway you into answering something in one way or another, but I'm just going to tell you the things that I am proud of may not be my accomplishments. The things that I'm proud of are how many days I took off in 2021, because in 2020, I think I took off 34 days for the whole year. And that includes weekends. I am not proud of that. That is not good. In 2021, I took off a lot of days, mostly because I don't want to die or burn out. That's the goal. <laughs> um, and I'm very, very proud of that. I'm very, very proud that I actually honored that part of myself that realized I have a very unhealthy pattern and attachment to work. And I, I'm, yeah, I took some days off. I'm, I'm proud of myself. If you can't tell, um, I'm very, very proud of myself for the painting that I did two days ago. 
And it's not my biggest accomplishment. It's not my best work. I know that, but I got over some fear and, and did something that I'm proud of. So what are you proud of? And it can be big or small. What brings you true joy? Oh, I love this question so much because it may not be your accomplishments. It may not be what you're, what you're proudest of, but what brings you true joy? When do you feel most creative and alive? I love these questions so much because they let us strip away our egos and just be honest, be childlike, be okay with your answers making sense only to you. <laughs> no one's going to see them but you. So just be honest with you. When do you feel most creative and alive? What does a day in your future life look like and feel like? This question opens up a whole new world. What does a day in your future life look like and feel like? I'm smiling as I read this question because to me, my future self is more aligned, has more freedom, is more joyful, is more confident in who she is. Oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. Um, the more I can settle into that version of me, that, that future version that I'm already working towards, the better, the better. So if you haven't thought about that too much yet, if you haven't envisioned your future self, I definitely recommend that thought exercise. It's very, very helpful and very powerful. Okay. I'm going to stop there for now. It's a lot of heavy, beautiful inner work. Um, again, I'm going to go back to those questions at, that I asked a few moments ago, just so we can have them fresh in our minds. The questions are, how do you want to feel each day? What do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? How can you allow your work to have a bigger and more positive impact on those around you? And what does your legacy look like? Okay. Let's stop there for the today. We'll come back in our next episode and we'll get a little bit more nitty gritty, a little bit more practical with how do you actually make this happen? What kinds of goals are, you know, how do you set them? How do you pursue them? How do you make them happen in your life and make them actually real, right? We'll talk about that in the next episode. Okay. Are you excited about this? Like I said, if you haven't yet downloaded the, uh, the workbook, I'm sure you have by now, but if you haven't yet, you can find it on my website or via the link right down below. I think it will be very, very helpful, very, very nourishing for you to work through this workbook. Like I said, it's beautiful. It's clear. It has gorgeous images. It's an eye candy color bath and also very practical and very helpful as you progress in your creative dreams. If one of your goals is to grow your creative business in 2022 and far beyond, then I definitely recommend joining us for making art work. Doors open March 3rd. It is an incredibly powerful course for creatives, for artists, for designers, photographers, anyone that identifies as a creative entrepreneur. I will teach you how to grow your beautiful creative work into a business. Thousands of artists have gone through this course in the past. They have had their lives changed. They have had their businesses evolve. They have grown something that is magnificent around their creative work. And I want that for you as well. Here's the sneaky little truth. <laughs> Art school teaches you how to paint and how to create and how to do all the aesthetic things, but making artwork teaches you how to run 
a creative business, how to be a professional artist. And really, you don't even need art school to make that happen. You really just need passion and vision and the ability to try things and fail over and over and over again in your creative practice and in your creative business. I got you. I love running businesses. I love helping artists overcome mindset shifts around marketing and around selling their work and around charging what they need to charge for their work getting press, getting brand partnerships, growing a brand around themselves and around their creative work that is sustainable and long lasting and deeply meaningful and impactful for their lives and for the lives of their customers and collectors. If you need that kind of burst of energy in your creative business, join us. It's going to be life-changing. I'm positive. Okay. Go download the workbook, work through it, spend time with it, sit with it journal through the prompts that you went over today. They are so good and so nourishing. And I'll be back next time with some really practical goal setting wisdom for you. Okay. Bye for now.